Smartcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show featuring Jason Zuck. Jason has been an intuitive psychic medium since 2004. This show will cover a variety of topics relating to spirituality, mediumship, self-improvement, and intuitive guidance. Whatever interests you, remember that we are all here to share and learn. Sit back and get ready to socialize with the Social Psychic. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's a great pleasure that I introduce special guest Julie Renee Doring, brain rejuvenation expert, who will discuss at our show today major findings from her brain study concerning brain cell regeneration, enhancing memory, mental outlook, sleep, and more. Our special guest is America's leading authority on quantum cellular mechanics. After battling multiple cancers, living in a wheelchair, and surviving threats of death, Julie Renee is the author of several books, including Your Divine Human Blueprint, The 100% You Formula, Awakening the Healthy American, Balance Your Life Now ebook, and Breakthrough. Our guest conducted a six-month cell neogenesis brain study with over 200 participants, ages 40 to 75, which showed that they experienced 15 to 35% improvement in five major areas, which we'll get into. Doring's study demonstrated that her quantum energy approach to cell regrowth shows great promise for reversing age-related issues like reversing memory loss. Using the protocol that she developed, Doring guided the program's participants to 26% memory improvement, 37% improvement in mental outlook, 33% improvement in better sleep, a 19% reduction of headaches, and a 15% improvement for those experiencing speech difficulties. Her success is credited to quantum activation that moves through a six-step process of clearing and regeneration. Using the revolutionary method of cell regeneration called cellular neogenesis, the participant experiences a quieting of the mind and lightness of emotion as the first potent three hours of rejuvenation occurs. The restorative process is supported by using high vibrational guided meditation, proper hydration, and uplifting activities. Julie Renee is well known for her work 
and the Revolutionary Quantum Activation Academy, which offers training in more than 81 countries. She's worked with such luminaries as Jack Canfield, Marcy Shimoff, and actress Barbara Neven. And she will soon be seen on PBS's series, Creative Living. It's with great pleasure that I welcome Julie Renee Doring to the show. Welcome to the show. Hi, Julie. Renee. Hi, thank you. Yes. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you for agreeing to be on our show today. I, uh, you are so welcome. <laughs> I want to ask you, um, this study that you did, yes. cellular neogenesis brain study, can you yes. tell our audience what motivated you to pursue this study before you did it? Sure. Um, well, it, it starts with a, a story behind the story. So, first of all, I literally survived the atomic bomb testing in the Nevada desert. I had 17 surgeries, multiple cancers, two traumatic brain injuries. I was in a wheelchair for a year, told I would never walk without unbearable pain and canes. And um, through all of that suffering over about 20 years, um, you know, I just never, never kept getting better. I could never get a, a, a leg up on the problem. So I went into my garden in prayer and meditation and said, said, God, make me well. Either take me from this planet or make me well. And I learned uh, of the secrets of how the body regenerates in that first day of meditation and prayer and learned about this process of cellular neogenesis. However, it was very new to me. Um, and within six months, my body was regenerating at a rapid rate. I had been walking with canes. Uh, within six months, I was running 30 miles a week on a mountain trail. I was back dancing on stage with a rock and roll band. And I was back in my life. I was healing. I was getting better much faster than I was getting worse. And uh, through that, doctors and scientists were asking me, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, what's happening? So I began to define what was happening with my body and um, over time, I was able to really perfect the technique. Um, we do full body and brain regeneration. The brain regeneration, of course, was motivated first from me needing to make my brain better because I had two traumatic brain injuries. And then um, later, I had two kings uh, tell me that I needed to do it. One was Jeff Hoffman. He said, you're the number one brain rejuvenation expert. I've never heard anyone do what you do. He's the former Priceline CEO. And Jack Canfield okay. told me, Julie Renee, you need to do a study. And that's how the study came about. Wow. And uh, how did you obtain funding for your study? How did I uh, bring in the people or develop the study? I'm yeah, how did you? I just, I, I'm sure. I'll, I'll rephrase my question. I'm just interested because when you do a study like this, one of the thoughts that come to my mind is how do you pay for it? Because I know this is a, oh. an area that's newer in terms of research. So I want I'm just curious how you got it funded yeah. and what channels you had to go through. <laughs> right. Um, actually, we drew on I Have an Academy, and we invited our Year of Miracles students to participate in the study. And we compensated them uh, with um, the products, uh, meditations that they needed anyway. So uh, to do the study, they were gifted uh, meditations, about $300 worth of meditations to go through the six months, fill out the surveys. 
but they were also committed students. I'd say that a majority of them, you know, really wanted the experience and they were excited about the experience. And um, it, it was a fun study. I mean, it was fun to go through. Uh, we met once a month and worked on some other regeneration and talked about what was going on in their brain. Um, so it was it was enjoyable. And I think that it was also there were people who were interested, that they, they were committed to the process. It sounds so exciting when you think about the human mind. And I know there's all these statistics that they speculate that the mind's potential. We're probably using whatever percent, let's say a much lower percentage of our capacity. Have you found yeah. that firsthand by studying your studies with the human brain that you believe, it sounds like it, <laughs> that we're, we're not using yeah. our full potential and that you help unlock that basically um, by working yeah. with individuals? Absolutely. I've, I've worked with big CEOs like Google, a Google VP, and like the, some of the other people I've mentioned. Um, and they want more. They want a, as much access as they can. And I'm going to tell you that I believe there's, there's a couple things going on. First of all, we're talking about um, cellular improvement and neurotransmitter improvement. That's what we're really looking at with cellular neogenesis. And then we're looking at the size, capacity, um, and abilities of the brain. And we're looking at a brain that's set up to live in a body that would keep accumulating knowledge and growing over 700 years or so. Um, we've lost some of that. Biblically, biblically you can uh, see references to people in the Old Testament who were living seven, 800 years. We're, we're actually set up so that we could contain and continue to gain knowledge and information and use our supercomputer, our brain, um, to continue to develop concepts and ideas. Um, I think that one of the problems is that right now uh, we have technology, and technology is this huge distraction from using the brain in these kind of more advanced, miraculous, genius kind of ways where we're advancing our brilliance. So, so few people are actually really making you know, prolonged periods of time where they're using their brain, they're developing their brain. Um, as a matter of fact, it's shocking how few people who have graduated from college never read another book and feel that any information they want, they can just Google it and read a paragraph on the topic rather than developing themselves and reading a book on the topic or five books on the topic. They're going to read a paragraph and say, okay, that's good. I, I know what that one answer was. And so we're, we're also seeing that people aren't deliberately using their brains. Um, so there's, you know, there's that. There's, there's other reasons also that we're not expanding into our brain. I think um, we're having a, a sense of the brain degenerating. Um, that's from lack of water oftentimes. People aren't drinking water properly. You need to drink a half, a, half an ounce, excuse me, two to four ounces of water every half an hour. Um, all day long. It's the SIP-16 method where you're drinking half your body weight in water. And the brain doesn't have a bladder. And so the brain will become dehydrated after 45 minutes to an hour. So if you're letting yourself go for two or three hours and then you're guzzling, you're really allowing your brain to be completely dehydrated, which means the cell-to-cell -cell communication doesn't work well and the neurotransmitters can't make their connections. So that's something that we can easily correct without even doing the brain study or participating in brain regeneration is just improve your water intake. 
That's very interesting. I like when you discuss vibrational meditation, um, higher yeah. vibrational guided meditation, because that's something I personally yeah. do invest a lot into uh, in terms okay. of raising one's connection to the yeah. universe and everything yeah. that's around us. My yep. one question I want to ask you, uh, this past weekend I was in a sensory deprivation chamber, one of those things where you can um, you sit for an hour in a tank of highly salinated water and you can mm -hmm. meditate. And I wanted to ask you, if you ever, have you ever done any of those types of experiences, like a, participate and go in a sensory deprivation chamber? And if so, did you find that there was a connection between that and rejuvenating the brain, for example? Oh, I, I haven't had that experience. I've um, I've floated in one of those warm Watsu tanks for a few hours with okay. had Tibetan music playing. So it's not the same. I wasn't I wasn't being deprived. I was I was I was in luxury. Is what I felt like I was in luxury. <laughs> um, you know, you have the Tibetan bells playing. Your head's kind of halfway underwater, submerged, and you're floating in this warm pool for a few hours. And there are trees, kind of letting little bits of light come through. Your eyes are closed, but. That's, that's not deprivation. That's luxury. Um, I don't know. I, yeah. think, I think that different people uh, access the divine and expansion through different experiences. And some people, what it is, is to shut everything off and make quiet so that they can hear them first, their inner voice. And um, I guess I can say that I did. I, I did a two-week silent meditation. That's probably more than a, an hour of deprivation tank. And you become your mind becomes quiet and still and yes uh you begin to be authentically yourself whatever anxieties or fears or chatter is going on disappears and uh you begin to be present with over time you begin to fully be present with yourself and the divine i think that um the psychic uh experience or the mystic experience or the experience of divine connection is amplified over time when you're when you're unplugged from the frenetic energy, I think that's actually the question you're asking. Is is yeah. it true that the brain heals itself when it's unplugged from frenetic energy? And the truth is, yes, it absolutely does. The resiliency of the human brain is probably one of the greatest mysteries that still remains, at least within our bodies. I would think. I want to ask you this: There's a lot of speculation about technology improving within our lifetime and the advent of artificial intelligence. And I wanted yeah. to ask you, what are your viewpoints on artificial intelligence and how would this um, impact your particular studies in the neogenesis brain study? And I yeah. want to just get your opinion on this, if you could share that with our audience. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, I, I spend a lot of time clearing away nanites and nanotechnology and a whole bunch of nanobots and things that get into people's bodies because when these little tiny mechanisms get into the body, they take over what the body should be doing. And what we want is for the body to move into its wisest, most perfected state. We don't want some little machines to take over because we lose our authority in the body. Um, and then with technology in general, the artificial intelligence, we have three, four AIs on our, our spiritual interference list that are troublesome energetically to people and cause the brain to, to malfunction. So they're 
they're things that we clear. Um, I think technology needs to find a place where it's of service, but uh, not uh, overrunning the mastery of the body. And I think we're on the wrong track when we start uh, going for, you know, inserting more nanites to make our skin prettier or something like that. I think, honestly, we have the stem cell and master cells in our body. Um, The techniques we use don't use any equipment. They are just directly you're setting an intention with the mind and you're using a hand movement to create the shift in the field of transformation, the quantum field of transformation. It's not energy work. It's actually just rearranging how the particles are vibrating in the field so that your particles are vibrating in the best possible scenario for you. And that is what we want. We want full mastery. These, this beautiful body, I wrote a book called Your Divine Human Blueprint. This beautiful body is incredibly equipped to, as a miraculous system, we come with an innate ability to heal and regenerate. And we've um, put lots of obstacles and distractions and frenetic energy, waves, transmissions, and frequencies from governments and, and all this stuff that gets in the way of our bodies really just functioning beautifully and, um, and longevity. That's the other thing that we work on when we work on the brain. We also work on longevity because if you have a healthy, happy brain and you can grow younger, then we're looking at what would the contributions be if you lived 150 years or 180 years? What could you contribute that you couldn't contribute with a, a, a brain that was functioning with less than your body breaking down? Because we have, you know, I, I just feel like there's a, a group depression. People want to die. They don't want to have their brain. They don't want to lose their mind, so to speak. They don't want to get dowdy and old. And they want to just die. And, you know, it's like, I want to die when I'm 75. I hear that from people. And I'm like, you're kidding. I don't want to do that. <laughs> They don't want to deteriorate their age. Your voice sounds really young, so you probably haven't even thought of that one yet. But, you know, I mean, people who are more mature, (laughs) they're like, just let me die before I lose my mind and I say kooky things or can't remember myself. I feel like that's probably most of our concerns is as you get older, you're going to start not being at your sharpest. But I, I would like to think... I really respect people who are in their 70s and 80s and act like they're in their 50s and they're very active. Mm-hmm. When you see people who yeah. are in their upper parts of their life and they're doing triathlons or they're walking three miles a day, you just hear these amazing yeah. stories. I think those people tap into something in the brain that helps them from you know, reversing the impact of aging as compared to other people who I feel like neglect themselves. Like you said, improper mm-hmm. hydration um, yeah. just not having the ability to, to maximize what they should do. Um, yeah. I wanted to, to, to just say an additional point, though. Um, your study itself, how mm-hmm. long did it take you to conduct your study and get it completed from start to finish? Well, the study was six months long, but it took about a year to get it all put together. So, okay. yeah, it, it was it – was, it was, um, Let's see. I want to say that the intention, we, we set the intention like six months before, got the study entirely set up, got all the students lined up, um, created the events, created all the different pages that they needed to go to to do their, fill out their studies, uh, did follow-ups with phone calls. Um, yeah, so it took about six, uh, a good six months uh, after the study was complete 
the the um, bringing the content together to to have this study completed. Okay, I'm looking at the study. I printed it out, and I wanted to ask you about it. Uh, you have five major areas that you, um, I guess, seek to evaluate, which is memory, yeah. vibrancy versus depression, which is number two. Three, brain relax versus severe headaches. Four, sleep mm -hmm. consistent and regular. And five, sleep improvements. I just want to ask you yeah. for our audience, if they were to look at your report, can you describe why you picked those five areas as indicators for your study? Mm. <laughs> It's, it it make, made sense to me. I have uh, I have run an academy. These are the things that people ask for. You know the um, vibrancy versus like a depression. Lots of people come for brain regeneration because they're struggling from depression or lack of sleep. Uh, and interesting, there's a percentage of our community that uh, have speech impediments, and I I think it's more common whether it's a speech impediment or just problems making the words you want to make all the time. So that was another thing that made sense. Headaches was another. And, of course, memory. People are very worried about losing their memory. Um, so they, they seem to be key uh, factors for our community, which I think represents, um, you know, the concerns of, of most people, that these are issues that they, they want. I think we could go on to do a study on performance and mindset and things like that. That might be interesting, too. But for a first study, I think this is a good foundation. And I know you talk about or you discuss in your, in your study that you did a three-hour brain regeneration experience, and you discuss a formula, and you've laid out, it looks mm -hmm. like six sections. I was going to see if you could just tell our audience a little about that formula and uh, how you found it worked for your study, its effectiveness. Okay. Okay. Um, this the, the technique we use are, is called cellular neogenesis, and it's um, a technique that I've developed um, through my first experience in the garden of experiencing divine intervention and then seeing how things worked. Um, the first thing that we're doing is we're doing a big clearing, and that clearing will have a clearing statement, right permission and ability, and then it will have something like to fully and completely regenerate all parts of my brain to 100% with 100% uh, great results and then remove the problem, the nature of problems. Um, and then it will have six columns of three pages long of um, different kinds of blocks and programs and DNA problems, anchors, spiritual interferences, wave transmission frequency. So we really do a kind of a deep dive on a clear out. And that clear out will go on for an hour, sometimes an hour and a half. Uh, we're using a hand technique. We're setting a, an intention with the mind, and then we're doing something we call the quantum pump. And then from there, we're moving into the actual um, process of making contact with the stem and master cells. And we're working with the stem and master cells in a person's physical body. Um, I'm delivering the information and the teaching over a live stream. So we had students in 84 countries participating. And um, so it doesn't mean it's, a, it's kind of remotely, no time, no space. Everybody is able to access the quantum field of transformation. Um, and then we're uh, doing this hand movement with the intention of bringing the stem and master cells up to 100% to match the divine human blueprint. From there, once we've gotten uh, by testing through kinesiology, where, which is muscle testing, 
that we've gotten the master and stem cells entirely in the brain up to 100%. We move on uh, to the mirroring process. That's accessing or using the light of the cell. You've experienced mirroring when somebody smiles at you and you feel kind of a flood of happiness through your body. That's the light of cell. It's a little bit like the spirit of the cell, but it activates, it reflects, and mirrors. And so when we mirror the 100% healthy stem cells to the surrounding cells, all of those cells get a big boost up. The, the third step or the next step would be to um, start the cascade of new cell growth. In the master and stem cells, and actually in all cells, there's mitochondria. Mitochondria is the fuel generator of the cell. It looks a little bit like a caterpillar. I have kind of a silly cartoonish image of it being a caterpillar, and I tickle its belly and start a cascade of giggles coming out and new cells coming out at 100%. And that's actually what we're doing, not in the cartoon fashion, but we're intending to start the uh, regeneration of cells uh, with the cascade of new cell growth using the mitochondria programming. Uh, and that, that will continue for about 185 days or so, 180 to 185, sometimes I see 189 days of new cell growth. And there's just a few things, no alcohol, no pain medication, um, drinking enough water, and um, meditating with, with one of my uh, meditations, the high-frequency meditations, a half an hour a day. And that basically keeps people rocking and rolling with their brain regeneration for a prolonged period of time. I've worked with um, people who have strokes and have lost their body and their brain and been able to get them back to pretty good function within 10 days. I've worked with people with early set, early onset of dementia in their 60s and been able to completely disappear that with the brain regeneration. I've worked with um, people who have um, mental uh, disability, like they didn't mature past age six and uh, were only able to access uh, the survival and emotional brain and were able to get them up into the higher brains and um, begin to have them have access to the creative, logical, and genius brains really rapidly. So um, this is such a um, huge um, both regeneration and generation. For people who are at the top of their game, this is going to make their game so much better. And for people who are struggling, this is going to be the answer to making things work so much better in both cases. Like uh, Jack Canfield came to me and said, I, I need to slow down. I promised my wife I'm going to, you know, half my schedule. I did the brain regeneration. A couple months later, he said, oh, no, I've, I've basically doubled my schedule now. I'm, like, all over the board, and I attribute it to you. He said, you know, these nine aspects of my life got better because I did the brain regeneration. And he went on this world tour, <laughs> and he was saying, I got to slow down. And he was, he was, like, 70, you know, 73, going, I promised my wife I wouldn't do this anymore. I'm feeling, like, old and sluggish. And then all of a sudden, he's, like, a spring chicken again. He's got this renewed sense of wellness, and he is just, like, way over committing himself and having a blast. I think it's, 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 it's when you enjoy what you're doing, you probably do that till the day you, you exit this planet. You know, if you're that passionate yeah. about it and you can stay in tune with your yeah. own body and following things like yeah. your rejuvenation ex, uh, study. And it sounds like, you know, you can really uh, conquer a lot of challenges and overcome adversity. One of those adversities that I was looking at, and, and this is interesting to me because before we did our interview today, I was thinking like, how would this help a child with ADHD or ADD? Um, mm -hmm. Part of your study 
there's a section on page six that talks about Lauren, who Why? had ADD yeah. her entire school career. And I want to see if you could yeah. share with our audience what you found working with Lauren and, and how it how <laughs> your your methodology helped her, uh, you know, manage her ADD. Yeah, I think one of the things that happens, I don't think that ADD is a bad thing. It's just more connections open between the right and left side of the brain, which if you're not properly trained on how to manage those extra connections can cause problems. But by really restoring, clearing the brain out, regenerating the brain for Lauren, um, she uh, went on to college. And that was just not in the, the stars for her. She was like 19 years old when she did the brain regeneration. And um, she really had this huge transformation where she was able to focus in and um, follow through and comprehend, understand things. It was like it created a smooth sail for her to go through uh, her college education. Wow. I want to ask you this. In section two of your study, you talk about your observations and results from your brain regeneration study. And I wanted to ask you about, it's actually a reverse. Uh, instead of, we, we've been identifying those things that help the memory of the brain improve and the other functions. Um, mm -hmm. One of the things I want to ask you is, can you explain to our audience the, I guess, the ways that you could actually limit the function of your brain? Uh, major yeah. factors that, for example, contribute to lower brain function. If you could kind of identify a few of those and let our audience know, maybe you might want to stay away from, for example, high stress and dehydration because that's going to impact your, your brain in a negative way. Well, yes, those, those are the things that I would list. Um, I, <laughs> I think um, there's a, toxicity is also another uh, issue with um, brain problems. So uh, eating and having healthy air to breathe, uh, clean water to drink, eating clean food, whether it's organic or natural without toxins on it, I think that that's really important. I also think mindset is so important. I think I, I was born in Minnesota. Um, my sister is five years younger than me, and she sent me a little message because I asked her to be um, guardian for my my daughter, who's three. And she said, oh, yeah, we fell in love with her when we met her, and uh, we would love that. And she said, but you're going to outlive all of us. And um, understanding I'm 62 with a three-year-old, and my sister's like 55 wow. and saying, well, you're going to outlive us. And um, so I think that we build the life that we, you know, is like mindset. I think that what we believe is what we're going to generate. I have lots of energy. I um, have an intention to adopt more children. Adelia's a special needs child. And um, we went through a process. I adopted uh, another little one that the adoption didn't go through. We lost him. But I think I don't have a limitation that this is an age that um, is an age that I shouldn't do this. You know, where a lot of people are kind of saying to me in my age group, oh, we've got 10 years left. It's time to party, party, do some traveling because 10 years from now, I'm not going to be well anymore. I won't be able to travel, you know. And somebody said to me who was only like two or three years older than me, she said, yeah, I want my kids to have grandkids before I'm wearing a diaper. And I looked at her and I said, how old are you? And she said, I'm 64. I think she said she was 64. And I looked at her like, what? And we were sitting at the pool in Mexico. And, I, and then um, 
she looked at me and she said, how old are you? And I said, I'm 62. And she goes, what? And they assume that I'm like in my 40s. And I, I probably <laughs> look like I'm in my 40s. I take good care of myself. And I have a, a toddler that I'm running around chasing after. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's your mindset. It's, do you believe that you're going to be wearing a diaper when you're 70 years old? Because if you do, you're going to be wearing it. And, you I know, heavily I believe in mindset. Evidence. You know, I, I, my grandmother lived to 99, and she willed herself dead because she was tired of living. And we've got distant relatives lived to 107, 109 ladies in our family. I, there's no reason for me not to be full steam ahead with um, bringing more children in because I'm going to live a really long life, and I have a lot of love to give, and it feels good. And when you create that kind I, of uh, passion in your life, and I, I, the same thing you were saying about work, I, I don't plan to retire. I think I offended a couple of men that I've dated that they were like in the retirement phase and slowing down, and they're like, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking like, it's interesting. I, I don't plan to retire. I think that people lose their mind when they retire. Well, I think that they, they get bored, and they watch a lot of mm-hmm. sports and drink a lot of wine and just die. I think that they die. So. <laughs> It's like you slow down, you set yourself up to to cross over kind of thing. Yeah. I um I guess I believe mindset's big, powerful. Like for me, I'm in my early forties, or mid forties. I feel like I'm in my twenties with energy sometimes. And I think that's yeah, just where our mindset like is. Yeah. Your voice is like twenties. <laughs> Definitely. You. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that we have perspective that can influence the way we look at ourselves every day. You can wake up and have like being in my 40s, I get knee pain sometimes, but I've been walking a lot more and I've lost like 40 pounds in the last year. And I find that you could sit on the couch and complain that your knee hurts or you could do something about it and actually be active. And I found the more active I was, the less pain I had in my knee. And um, I overcame cancer myself last year. So I understand the ups and downs of health and how it can influence oh. your outlook, your composition, your perspective. And I, I think yeah. what you've gone through and overcome to be where you are accolades for anyone that's dealing with adversity in their life, be it a health issue or depression or whatever. Um, One of the things I was looking at in your study is you talk about technology technology addictions pulling us away from our brains in its development. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see if you could share that with the audience a little further on your your point and your observation. Well, when I I think about um, technology, you think about children on technology, Children who are privileged children who have their iPads and their cell phones at an early age lose the ability to experience nature. They can't identify leaves or uh, animals or plants. And actually the brain kind of shrinks in those areas so they're not able to identify smells or sounds. Um, It's one thing that I do with my, my daughter is at 530 in the morning we go take a walk for 45 minutes to an hour on our mountain and we listen to the hoot owls and we look at the stars and we see the squirrels and the birds, the quail and, you know, the deer. And we were part of nature. We're part of an experience. We talk about the leaves and the trees and the colors of everything. And we're developing those parts of her brain that will serve her well. Children who wake up and they look at their iPad and they go to school and, you know, everybody's required to have an iPad now at school, even it's bizarre. Or I, I come in, I, I explain to her school, we don't, we don't do a screen time. She does get to watch a movie once in a while, but we don't do screen time. Because I really think that it slows creativity 
and brain development. But I'll walk in and they're showing them a movie because they have to take 15 kids to the potty and they've decided that that's going to be what they're going to do is they're going to show them something, which I don't agree with. But um, I really, then we get into um, what looks like very frenetic energy, addictive energy, obsessive compulsive energy, where people are constantly checking their phone. Imagine leaving the house and driving somewhere without your phone. I mean, it's almost unheard of, right? It's like a frenetic, I can't leave without my phone. You know, I mean, just imagine that. And you kind of go like, I'm in shock. I can't do it. Um, but also the constant <laughs> checking of the, like, social media, that's it's causing a dopamine release when you get a like. And so they've set it up. They know what it does to the brain, the um, social media people. And they've, they've uh, studied it. And they're, they're like, how do we get people hooked so that they use our app and then they buy the ads, you know, whatever. Um, but this is not healthy because this is not love. This is not somebody touching you and saying, I love you. This is you going back, you know, 20 or 50 times a day to get your little hit of dopamine, your little cocaine hit. You know, your brain produces something similar to cocaine that it's releasing as, um, as you're doing the social media and getting the validation on social media. And what we really need as human beings, I think this is a time in the world where people are feeling isolated and alone. As we need more community, more gatherings, more love, more physical one-to-one. And I don't, I don't know that people are valuing that at the moment. You know, I think that um, they're living more their lives out of their technology. But to be, you know, to really have good. that brain work well, you need love. You know, you're not just a brain. You're not just a walking brain. You need physical contact. And, um, you know, enjoyable moments, you need happiness and compa- uh, tenderness. And that's, yeah, anyway. <laughs> you know what I like what you've, you've brought up is I just, in the last year or so, started disconnecting and going to parks and nature or trying to hike when I can. In Florida, we don't have a lot of hills. So when I go up to Georgia mm-hmm. or one of these other places, I feel like, it's being in another world, being able to explore mountains. Like you mentioned, you go to the mountain by your, by where you live in California. I, I, I find going, even just stepping outside from like being in your yeah. office and, and, and getting outside and going over by a tree or, you know, being with nature itself, is just a really rejuvenating experience by itself. So I can understand how that could be part of the recipe of rejuvenation um, for what yeah. you've done or with, with your yeah, study. Uh, I want to ask you, I want to ask you about EMF radiation because that brings up something with the technology stuff that you were talking about where, you know, the the computer screens or our cell phones, if we leave them on, if we leave the phone on in our bed, uh, they say the EMF radiation can really cause you harm. Uh, Did you find that your, your, your viewpoints is that it would uh, provide you with potential health issues as well? Or did you do anything with the impact of what EMF radiation might have on the body? and with the brain and its development? Yeah, we didn't really look at that. I have to be honest, that wasn't one of the things we uh, considered. However, my recommendation is to plug your phone, leave your phone behind. Don't bring it to bed with you. Don't bring anything to bed with you. Leave all of your uh, technology equipment in the kitchen plugged in or in your office plugged in. So my recommendation is that you have, because we, we have to unplug from that frenetic energy. And um, it's crazy, something like 70% of bring, people bring their cell phone into the bathroom when they use the bathroom. Gross. <laughs> and 
Um, you know, like there's like 50% of people, the first thing they do is look at, check their, uh, check, check their phone when they wake up rather than uh, like 10% hug their, their partner. You know, like it's like more people are checking their, their phone to see did any text messages come in who, who says what on social media, did I miss something? Um, yeah. With, uh, um, Teenagers, they're, uh, they, they average about 4,000 texts a month. That means a text every six minutes that they're awake. And a lot of adults are the same. And it's, it's so insane. I think that's one of the things we're really working on in the, in the academy is getting, getting clear on, you know, focused, clear uh, time that isn't plugged into that frenetic energy. And right now, the way that technology is being delivered and the wave of technology is that uh, everybody is addicted, hooked, obsessed, uh, compulsive. They're, they're being drawn in, sucked in, pulled in, and we're missing out on the magic. I think that we're missing out on the, the, the blessings of life. I love that you're going to the park. We, we live on the top of a mountain in the Santa Lucia mountain ranges, 13 miles from the ocean, wow. so we can see the ocean. And we walk to the top of the mountain every morning. So that's, that's, that's our ritual. We walk <laughs> out the door and to the top of the mountain every morning. I actually push the stroller. She's 35 pounds. So I push, push 50 pounds up the mountain, and then I hang on to the stroller for dear life as we go down the mountain. So um, wow. it's important. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. I, I think what you're going to create on... what you – I was just going to say, go you're going to create the life that you value. And if you value being in nature, you're going to create that for yourself. You're going to find ways to be in nature, whether you're living in a condo on the freeway and you drive six miles to a mountain lake or, you know, you're going to create a lifestyle that's going to support um, the experience of being in nature. Nature heals you. It balances your negative and positive ions. It restores you. It brings you back to you as long as you're not totally plugged into the frenetic energy while you're out in nature. I, I consider it like a spa for yourself. <laughs> when you're out in nature, right. you know, it's, right. it's rejuvenating right. yourself, not to use your word, but yeah. um, I want to ask you about the actual results of your study. Mm -hmm. I know that okay. there are documented, verifiable results, and I wanted to just have you talk about that with these different areas. For example, memory was found to have a 25.53% improvement from your study for your participants age 40 to 75, and I wanted to see if you could share what you noticed about improved memory function from the participants you worked with in your study. Yeah, I think um, it's, it's pretty obvious uh, with the study that um, people's memories improved dramatically. And so uh, not forgetting things, feeling bright and sharp. Um, I think about uh, several of the ladies who have shared with me just recently who've gone through the brain regeneration. And one is 68 and a camp counselor. And at 68, you're not a camp counselor anymore. But uh, she was with a 1,000 people who were much younger than her, feeling very confident, feeling like she looked good, she felt good, she was strong, her mind was strong, she was clear. She had no problems with her memory. She could deliver uh, vibrant energy as she progressed through her week with the kids. Um, another lady at 78 was um, just re rejoicing over um, this experience of being perfectly cl cl crystal clear, 
having a quiet mind and being able to be sharp as a tack, you know, not have to search for words or wonder, um, oh, gosh, when am I going to remember, you know, whatever. Um, so I, I just yesterday got two thank you notes, a 68- and a 78-year-old lady thanking me and just really being so delighted and happy. I think if you've begun to have some indication that your memory isn't working well, I think that it can be pretty crushing and scary if you have people who have dementia or Alzheimer's in your family. Um, people get very uh, kind of lost and worried. I just did brain regeneration two hours ago on a gentleman in Ireland, and he's 78, and he said, you know, my whole life feels like it's over because I don't have my short-term memory, and I can't uh, follow a sequence in a book. So it'd be really wonderful to see two weeks from now where his memory is beginning to really kick in, and he's able to be himself again. Because I think, especially for men, if you've retired and you can't do what at least you love, you've lost yourself. There's, there's nothing to live for. I mean, you, you know, if you don't have the, that kind of steadfastness of being challenged somehow, being able to follow through in some way, um, I think life is, in a way, it's over. I'm not saying it's over because we do the brain regeneration and it gets better. But the impact of not having memory and hearing people who come to me for the brain regeneration say, you know, life feels bad. I, I feel anxious all the time. I realize I'm missing out on things and I can't put two and two together because my short-term memory isn't there. I want to ask you about this. A lot of us have elderly parents, age 70s, 60s or above. Do you recommend then one of your programs for people over 60 for, it could be any age. I know that, but if you have mm -hmm. like older parents and they're not familiar with this area, would there be a specific one of your home study programs that you would recommend for someone who has elderly parents and wants their cognitive abilities to improve? Yeah. I mean, we have, it's a live program year of miracles. We do the full um, rejuvenation of the entire body over the course of a year. It's 36 hours. It's three hours a month. We do, Every system, gland and organ, skin, nails, hair, vision, hearing, everything. We re regenerate all of that with a 15 to 35% improvement on every area over the course of a year. So that's, that's wonderful. And we don't really consider people in their 60s or even 70s elderly. We're looking at people okay. in their 90s and over 100 being older. Yeah. Because I think there's this standard of people get old, and I, I don't really want to um, say that those people are old. But if they're um, going with a natural flow of, flow of society, they might be getting old. I will tell you that our, our community, which does have 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, even 80s in our community, is a very rich, youthful community. They're full of life and energy, willing to learn and grow and explore their world. Um, they're active people. So, you know, I think Age is something different than the number on your driver's license. Yeah, I can understand that. And did you um, know that in Japan, there are, in Japan, there are 70,000 people living between 100 and 120? I saw that, and they, they usually have the, the oldest, some of the oldest, what are they, Octarians, Centarians, Centarians, I believe, yeah. Uh -huh. um, yeah. The secret is their diet, 
they simplify their mindset a lot. They don't let things anger them or, or, or cause a row in them. They don't go to bed angry. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting that those things by themselves can really improve one's quality of life. Yes. I, uh, I want to go to your website because our audience, uh, if they want to know more about you, it's julierenee.com. And I'm looking at – good. I was going to suggest julierenee.com forward slash quiet mind. We'll get you a first okay. meditation and some information about the brain study, about just how we do the brain regeneration. So that's what I'd like to suggest. That will get you onto the website and you can, you know, enjoy all of the website, which is rich with information. Can you tell us about the men's classes that you offer for home study? Oh, um, well, we do different regenerations. Um, <laughs> you asked me point blank on men's studies. Uh, well, men's regeneration. We we just did a men's regeneration of all the things that make you a man, and um, we did three hours of clearing and regeneration on all the boy parts. Um, we do okay. technology classes. We do um, wealth classes on wealth building. Um, we do success classes. So we we do a lot of stuff that's beautifully supporting our men's community. But literally, Why? Awesome. we did the boy part regeneration. Go so on. you're asking about the men's program. We we did it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you also have a women's program, so I want to make sure we hit on that as well. Can you talk a little about that? For we do. And what you we do. do. We have a gorgeous goddess. Goddess, you know, it's like growing younger and more beautiful. If you see my pictures, you're not going to guess that I'm in my 60s. Um, and we teach how to do that through meditation and quantum activations, how to stay youthful and beautiful at every age. And so people are, the women's program is meditation uh, daily. They're doing uh, once or twice a day, they're doing a beautiful meditation to grow themselves younger, toner, fitter, more beautiful. It's beautiful. But I, I, we don't just separate from men and women, we, we do uh, community programs that are incredible, phenomenal. Let me ask you about this. Going back to your study, vibrancy versus depression showed a 36.68% improvement. And uh, I, w- I just wanted to ask you your findings regarding depression itself and how it was effective through your study to have that type of a significant improvement. Uh, what did you find yeah. working with depressed individuals? Well, the study, you know, the study was a group, so we took a group through. So I, um, but I have worked one-on-one also with people with depression, and depression is crippling because you, uh, you withdraw from life, and it's it's actually mental illness. It's an illness of the brain, and so by restoring the brain, um, people begin to feel lighthearted. They begin to feel happier. They begin to feel peaceful. Um, they begin to feel that all is well in their world. And I know I've watched when somebody hasn't wanted to address that, not in the brain study, but just a, like a, a private client saying, no, I'm just going to, I just want you to fix my lungs. And um, the ongoing depression happens. They can like will themselves dead. They can just like, life is too hard. And, you know, it's what the mind believes it will, it will accomplish. And so a long-term depression to me, is scary because it's a long-term kind of dalliance with should I live or die. And to me, I want you out of that experience as quickly as possible 
back in joy, hopeful, looking forward to a wonderful future. With You know, life has ups and downs. It's going to have challenges. We put challenges into our life so we can grow. If it was just a coast life, we wouldn't grow much. So, you know, if you've got lots of challenges, it means you came to grow, mature, develop yourself. I agree with that 100%. I think perspective changes everything. And I think when you deal with health scares, your perspective changes and you evolve to not look at the world as just the material that's in front of you and the, the, the short fleeting nature of, you know, where we are in our modern era. I think people who go through significant health shifts kind of appreciate the big picture and look at relationships yeah. with people. Uh, I want to ask you, have you found that the people you work with and, and in terms of your particular methodologies, have you found that people gain and increase empathy after they go through these type of activations? Um, hmm. What findings have you found about overall well-being and health for the participants that you've worked uh-huh. with that have these improved conditions? Well, I'm going to answer just slightly different, but I know what you're getting at. And I'm going to say that um, the kind of trainings that we do are steeped in love wisdom. And so when you become a wise elder, you understand yourself better. You understand the world better. There's more room. There's more generosity. There's more spaciousness for the people around you to be flawed because everybody is. You know, we all have our foibles. And so um, people have commented over and over again that they learned things that they could never learn in a church uh, in our academy, that, that, you know, the, the understanding of how do we love, really love, how do we presence another, how do we stand for each other, it's, it's a completely different experience. And um, that's with a healthy brain, right? That's, we don't have all that noisy monkey mind going on as we develop ourselves into the amazing beings that share love and light on the planet. And that's very accurate. I 100% agree with that. Um, let me ask you this. In terms of the actual study that you conducted and, and all the work that you've done, if I'm in the audience right now and I'm listening to this interview and we're discussing our materials that we are right now, and I have no idea about this area at all. I, I look at the brain and I'm like, it's in my body. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't buy into any of this. What would you say to someone who's skeptical? and invite them in terms of having an open mind to be open to this type of process? How would you persuade them? I don't know. I'm not good at persuading, but I think um, if you saw a picture of me from 20 years ago and you saw a picture of me now, you'd think that I was younger. I'm a younger version of myself now. Um, So I think sometimes those kind of things help. But I used to think that my body was of clay because I went through a really long period of being sick. And I would say my body is of clay, like biblical, you know, like we're made from clay and um, our spirit is of God. But when I had the experience in the garden and I saw my stem cells regenerating, I saw a master cell regenerate and go to its God state. And in that God state, in my mind's eye, I could see this beautiful pulsing blue orb and began this cascade of new cell growth. And pain left my body. And my body began to work. And, you know, where I was crippled, I, I became, um, you know, stronger and freer. And I realized at that moment that our bodies are God of God, too. And are not just our spirits are light, but our bodies are made of light, too. And that 
started helping me understand about the quantum field, which you, some spiritual people think about as a field of oneness. You know, when you think about uh, maybe having this beautiful, blissful meditation experience where you became one with everything, that's basically the field of transformation, the quantum field of transformation, where it's um, there's more than what meets the eye. And even with, I think I, I think about Davis, I, who was um, had a had a stroke that really just took him out of his life. He couldn't speak. He had to wear a diaper. He couldn't walk. And I did a phone consult and a brain regeneration with him. Ten days later, he was speaking. He was walking. He was not wearing a diaper. Wow. And he was making plans to travel. And, you know, when I look at this over and over again consistently, Elizabeth, uh, similar. She, had, she was a high, highly successful executive traveling overseas for negotiating contracts, went to a third world country, got Ebola. That caused six strokes. She lost her entire life couldn't function. And over a period of 45 days with the brain regeneration, she completely night and day different back to herself. So I I look at those miracles one after another, and those are not necessarily people who would like, oh, goody, I'm going to go do brain regeneration with Julie Brene. That sounds really (laughs) woo-woo. Honestly, we snapped it out. You know, but I I realize that we, we, people think that we're woo-woo. And then when you look at actually the volumes of material that's mapped out about what we've studied and what we've learned and how we've learned it and what's happening. It's not woo-woo. We're actually, it's a, we're developing a new science, quantum activations, uh, working in the quantum field, the divine human blueprint. We're, we're developing scientific research that's helping humanity shift and change. And as 600 people or 200 people shift up, we, we raise the set point for humanity so more people can shift up, even if, believe it or not believe it. I like that. You know, one of the things I find from my personal experiences, uh, being a psychic and working with people, is when I talk spiritual stuff to people, meditation or any of this stuff, it, it would be this topic. I find people tell me they feel elevated afterwards. Have you found that with people you work with when they talk about spiritual topics um, that they, they experience a higher frequency within themselves? They get elevated. They're, they're excited. Yeah. Um, they feel better. Yeah. And I think that yeah. that's the healing quality and the nature of what we can do within our own bodies. Do you have any opinion yeah. about that? Yeah, we were talking about it in team meeting this morning about um, you can be on one track or another. You can be on the, the track of love and gratitude and graciousness and heart expansion, or you can be on the track of fearful or judgmental or whatever. I, when you're in the field of love, you're going to be expanding. You're going to be growing. You're going to be healing. This is the place to live. I'm going to ask you a, a closing question because we're approaching the end of the interview. And I wanted to ask you, because I believe heavily in meditation, how would you recommend a member of our audience who's having a hard time focusing, concentrating, how would you recommend to that person uh, to potentially improve their ability to meditate effectively? Oh, gosh. You know, we have we actually have a, a gift uh, called the go to the julierene.com. And uh, go to the free gifts, uh, free resources. There's um, uh, like a unstoppable list of things that you can do so that you can meditate. And um, so it gives you a list of things to do. But setting your space quietly, doing it at the same time every day, uh, making sure that you're not hungry, but not necessarily eating right before, but uh, not anything pulling on you. Um, 
having a routine. The guided meditations are really easy to follow. I play harp, so there's harp music uh, with my boys taking you through a process. So all of those things make you unstoppable with your meditation. And and we'd be happy to provide a uh, how-to guide, how to meditate and be unstoppable. Great. Um, Looking at this and concluding our interview today, I want to ask you to share, I know we've gone over your website. I want to ask you what's coming up next for you. Is there anything that you'd like to share with our audience about perhaps appearances you're going to be at or uh, any type of events you're going to be at? I just would like to, you know, invite you to have that opportunity to share with our audience as well. That's so sweet. Um, I, I, um, I'm not doing uh, appearances temporarily because I have a special needs daughter, so I don't leave her. But I do have uh, a, a special series coming up on PBS. Um, I think they're filming in November. It's a four-part uh, series on creative living. So you could watch for me on PBS. That's kind of fun. Congratulations. And then That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. And then um, our Go. website, you know, there's constantly uh, classes uh, coming up. Um, there's uh, the community program growing together, which is fantastic. Year of Miracles, which is what I described already. And then we have an apprentice training program also. And the apprentice training programs for anyone interested in wanting to learn more about this particular study and how to do it themselves? Yes. Yes. I teach you how to do it yourself. Excellent. Excellent. I, um, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. I, I think this is such an interesting area. And I believe that you, you're doing a major uh, understanding of the brain. Anytime we can learn anything about how to improve the effectiveness of the brain, I feel like that's helping everyone in society. And I just want to thank you for doing everything you're doing with your studies and your passion. I love when people come on and they have a niche that they're passionate about and they're making an impact and positive impact in the lives of so many others. So for that, I want to thank you <laughs> for coming on. And, uh, you know, feel free to uh, keep in touch with us because I'd love to, to showcase your future achievements. I know there's going to be more on the way. Thank you so much. We'd love to do that, and I'd love to do that. I've enjoyed this interview very much, and I, I wish you all <laughs> the very, much. very best on your dynamic, very, very long life. Thank you. Thank you. You too. You too. I look forward to <laughs> talking to you hopefully years down the road, and we'll be talking about these same topic areas with advanced understanding. So I, I really appreciate awesome. it. <laughs> and thank you for okay. coming on. <laughs> have, a good, have a good night. Thank you. Okay. Bye. I just want to thank Julie Renee Doring for coming on today and sharing her perspective and her findings from her study. It seems to me that uh, everything that occurs happens for a reason. Um, having quantum activation and understanding how it could help improve such things as your memory, your mental outlook, your sleep habits, reducing headaches, or improving your ability to speak more effectively to others. It's, it's a, a very exciting thing for us to think about and contemplate. Uh, each of us have our gifts. Each of us have our challenges. Someone like Julie Renee has taken her challenges, overcame them, and now is using her particular gifts to help improve the lives of so many others. I think that's amazing. And I always love covering these type of topics because I really do think that there's so much going on out there. 
that isn't reported in our major media. There's just, I, we just have so many things that are impacting us, especially in our connected day and age. And it's, it's exciting to think that we might make improvements in our understanding of how our brain works, its functions, how to treat any dysfunctions of the brain. And I just really wanted to thank our guest for coming on today, sharing her findings of her major brain study and uh, giving us all a greater understanding of quantum cellular mechanics. We just launched our YouTube, well, relaunched, I should say, the YouTube channel for Jason's Hook the Social Psychic. And I invite you to check our station out on YouTube. If you, I, I guess if you go on Google or if you go on YouTube and put Jason's Hook in there, I should hopefully come up uh, with our first video. But check that out. And also, you know, click the like button, subscribe to us, and, and turn on your post notifications for that channel. I think there will be a lot of content that overlaps with the podcast and a lot of areas of discussion and topics that might be uh, very interesting to our audience. I want to thank you for supporting our show and for keeping an open mind. And thank you for tuning in. We will be back next week, Thursday night, 8 p.m., if you'd like to reach me, you can always email me at info at the letter D, socialpsychicradio.com. You can also check us out on Facebook, as well as, now as I said, YouTube and Instagram. There's also the Social Psychic uh, link on Instagram as well. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook, and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. Are you looking for that perfect gift to express your appreciation for your loved one or bestie? Well, look no further. Royal Susie offers one-of-a-kind designs with genuine high-quality crystals, stones, and the most precious of metals that are guaranteed to satisfy the urges of your inner king or queen. Each piece is handcrafted with love and is sure to inspire and captivate all. Indulge yourself by visiting Royal Susie's website at www.royalsusie.com for splendid items like agate bookends, impressively crystal-studded bottle stoppers, and beautifully handcrafted nightlights that will charm every room in your home. Royal Susie's featured collections will truly delight your guests and always make them feel welcome. Any questions? Contact Royal Susie directly by email at royalsusiedesigns at yahoo.com. With the Baker's Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. 
I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Electric acid.